0: Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, the second of August, two thousand eighteen. Uh, I've called this episode the Nomad Time Triangle. Ah, what do you think?
1: I like it. Where's the third point? Ooh,
0: I, think, uh, I don't know. I'm interested
1: met- in finding the answer
0: because uh, it's mysterious, right? Because your star sign and all that.
1: I know. Well, I you gave me a third metric in the. In the symbolism of the triangle, and now that's the one. That's the metric. I didn't
0: think of the triangle. I I didn't think of the points or any of that. I was just (laughs) trying to be smart with the the name of the Bermuda. It's got
1: a ring. It's got a ring to it. I'll give it to you.
0: Bermuda. Bermuda triangle. Bermuda. I don't. Bermuda. Yeah, you sounded better. Yeah, I don't know why. I I don't know. I think they call it a triangle because it's like. There's a certain area, and then after that, everything just vanishes for some reason. Yeah. Whoever's worked out that it's a triangle shape is uh pretty special, seeing as it's not managed to get lost. Uh. <laughs> the Bermuda
1: trapezoid doesn't have the same ring either, so yeah, the, it was just the, a branding move.
0: The b- Bermuda rectangle doesn't, doesn't kind of work, the
1: Bermuda rhombus. <laughs>
0: Special oh, edition, baby, in a tin, for <laughs> and $100. don't even get
1: me started on dodecahedrons.
0: There's nothing inside of it. Um, <laughs> you you decided today the topic was going to be time zones. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, time zones are to- are hard, and I feel like um, I don't feel like. It would. I feel like it'd be a lot harder if we didn't have some of the tools that we have and the, our little like hacks and things that we use. Because it's really not. I don't think the time, like the number on the clock, really is the struggle. A lot of times with two people who are separated the way we are, it's the mm-hmm. it's the energy levels.
0: Yeah, you know what meeting, I mean. Yeah, it's meeting each other at the right kind of energy levels. I know that you get up earlier to kind of match my time zone, kind of thing. Uh, to get as much kind of potential digital airtime with me as possible. And then on the flip side of that coin, you also spread out your time differently if you have to deal with a client in Hong Kong, for instance. And also, she might not be in Hong Kong. She could be bloody anywhere.
1: Right. Uh, (laughs) That's a moving target.
0: So that's an energy thing too, like from a perspective of light shift. We were talking about, I mean, the last episode, we were talking about food. And how you made mm. this massive, big, you know, number of changes, iterative changes. I've even seen a picture yesterday of the new menu. I feel like I'm watching a, uh, a chef like <laughs> showing their first experiment off. But no, uh, yeah, the energy thing is is perfect, actually. It's by this time of day, it's like half five. It's, it takes a lot for me to build up my energy mm. to, to be positively uh, positive. Not (laughs) negative,
1: right? Right. Yeah, it's really not so much like the hours in the day. It's more, um, like for me, for me, for example, even if I'm awake and conscious, like I need to start that process at around five or five thirty because I'm not really a human being um, (laughs) in in the sense of being able to communicate and form complete sentences for at least an hour. And so if I were to start that process at 10, I wouldn't be up and running till 11, 12. That's like, now that's five, six o'clock for you. So you're winding down. And as I'm kind of like chugging coffee and winding up. So, Mm. you know, of course we'd have time. We'd have enough overlap to, you know, communicate and do what we needed to do. But I think because of the nature of the way that we both work, um, we kind of help each other out in terms of, like the fighting the groundhog day feeling of digital working in the same spaces, you know, kind of getting up and having to be a self-starter. It's so much easier when you have somebody else who's, uh, who's kind of like, you can kind of ride the, the crest of the wave Mm. that they've, they've created a couple hours before you. And I try to do the same when I write to you, you know, at night. So at least you have something to get into first thing in the morning. You don't feel like you have to completely self-start on your own, energy
0: yeah those um I never I've never enjoyed looking at a phone and seeing it be three or four o'clock in the morning there's never been a time in my life where I've been like this is an enjoyable time you know so like I uh, 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 yet yeah, saying that if I'm traveling you know if I'm on a plane at the time crossing into a time zone I feel like I feel like I've hacked time mm. You know, when you're on the plane and you're like you go from, like, dark to light again. I feel like, yes, I've managed to. But then also on the same token, I feel like the universe knows I'm trying to trick it. And so it's like, yeah, I don't know. My body feels like it's time-traveled. Even I've, if I've
1: always thought it was strange on long flights, the way they kind of curate your nighttime experience. Yeah, like that's there's something very Star Trek feeling about that to me, something very sci fi where it's like, it's now nighttime mode. And it's not announced, but it's very clear, like the lights go down. Yeah, and everything. Right, right. And it's like, wait a second, it's three in the afternoon. But like, they're trying to like, they're trying to easier transition to wherever you're heading.
0: I reckon the pilot doesn't have a clue about it. I reckon it's the air hostesses are like, "Fuck you, people! You've had enough drinks. You're like, done. I'm not walking back and forth. You know what's <laughs> on the duty free. Get a grip. Right. It's got like seven hours to go. I've done this four times today, back and forth, back and forth. It must talking about times. It must be hard for them. I wouldn't know where. Yeah. Like, if you're doing that trip like three or four times a day, because you've got to think about it. Like, you're you're probably going to be doing what a twelve-hour shift or something like that. I don't sure. even know how it works. Maybe, maybe three times. Maybe go three times back and forth, back right, and then you stay in in Birmingham for a night or two nights, or or, or you stay in New York or Newark for like so many nights. Right, I, that that must be. I would have thought that would be probably one of the biggest loneliest jobs in the world to do, air hostess. To be honest,
1: yeah, I totally agree. I mean, also like. Think about your coworkers. Like if you don't like who you're on that flight with, sorry, the next 22 hours are gonna be terrible. Oh. <laughs> like oh, there's man. such a claustrophobia feeling of that for me, that um just an energy claustrophobia more than just a physical space claustrophobia that I don't think I could handle. Like no. you can't you can't go out for like a, a breath of fresh air <laughs> if you need to. Well you can,
0: but you won't be coming back. No. I mean <laughs> <laughs> a little it's too not fresh. What a two way street kind of situation going from <laughs> no quick breath of air at 33,000
1: feet. I, don't, yeah. I wonder how that like throws your circadian rhythms off. Like your body is so attuned to like a, a natural clock of this is daytime, this is nighttime that like that type of travel's got to be real wild for your body. And once we start getting into like hyperloop stuff where you can mm. travel even faster, I think that's going to really like whack us out.
0: Mm. That whole right. idea, I mean, I mean, it's going to be an absolute dream for video bloggers and Instagrammers because they'll be able to like, hi, I'm going to go and have lunch with my friend. They're three hours away, but by the Hyperloop, 30 minutes. <laughs> da, 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 da. We're going to live stream the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't know. Energy, I don't know. Time zones for me, especially doing the maths in my head in real time, like, oh, you're four hours or five hours behind and kind of, like, correlating at the start of your day or the middle of your day or the mm. end of the day. Like, when I go to bed, like, because I've been going to bed early, seven or eight o'clock at night, to go to sleep about nine and not making it and going to bed at, like, ten, even just the extra hour of getting up at half five instead of half four is, like, I'm doing the math. then, like, oh, God, it's midnight, like, where she is. But then on the flip side of that, I'm like, oh, well, I've got, like, three hours or four hours to, like, crush this morning energy mm. i don't know what it is with me but i i prefer that morning energy it feels like a, a real reset obviously sleeping is good right getting the room sleep and stuff but right uh yeah and
1: yeah i know and, and like when you started going to bed like earlier i started having this feeling of like oh shoot like maybe i should go to bed earlier because i know i'm just so aware of that that overlap time and i'm a little bit greedy about it but yeah. I know what you mean about being able to. Do you hear this Wookiee Who I'm yeah. with at the minute. Yeah.
0: She. Yeah. Uh,
1: we may need to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I, she just ordered. I think she just ordered some new motors think, for the uh, Land Speeder.
1: I think. Um, I think she's going to be persistent until I deal with her. I'm. am sorry. Can we? Um, can we yeah, just, just take a break, real I'll quick.
0: Carry, yeah, just mute, and I'll. just...
1: Okay, I'll be right back. It. All right. Just okay. Mute.
0: All right. All right. So while Dale's away dealing with the dog, so the dog is a black lab who, uh, for some unknown reason throughout the day, wakes up and realizes that she's a dog and decides to keep barking, Um, which is kind of odd based on the size of this dog. She acts like a small puppy, but she's actually quite big. And as soon as she's run around the garden for a little while, she's out cold. And she does that number like four or five times in a day. yeah, time zones are uh, a tough one for a long distance relationship because the two of you are trying to capture the most time together as possible. And especially our line of work, where we might be doing um, sprints for a client for like an hour or two, we tend to use a lot of tools to be able to communicate around those shifts, be it Discord or appearing. And I think it would be a real struggle to maintain like that relationship or that that cognitive like uh awareness of where the other one's at mentally in their day if we didn't have those tools. Um Twitter and all that is, is good, obviously. Instagram, pictures. Although I haven't been taking a lot of media. I think also that would be a different thing as well. If Hiya. we were out and about, oh, hello, welcome back.
1: Hiya.
0: I, think, I think that would be different if we were out and about using Instagram and Twitter and all these other tools as well as part of our day-to-day because we would look in at those as well. I was just saying about um we kind of use tools like appearing yeah. and uh Discord around the times of day after we've finished our working periods with our particular clients.
1: Yes, and it's actually the perfect time to talk about the game that we play because it just launched multiplayer yesterday and it's so wait, silly. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. What wait, wait, wait. The game we play, I have been <laughs> I have been shoehorned into playing this game. Wait it a wasn't, second. No 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 no. It was never just a thing that was like, Yes, I cannot wait to play Stardew Valley multiplayer.
1: Wait a second.
0: No. There's it wasn't. evidence
1: on the blockchain where you wrote I'm so excited. I can't wait, wait to get up again and work on the farm. Did you not say
0: oh, that? Oh, I can see all our litigation future all happening all at once. <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> no, I did we say do that. do you not
1: like Stardew? Do you I not did. enjoy it? Let's be no, let's Be I, honest.
0: I do, but I do miss FPS. It just reminds me of having a poor oh no. quality old computer. That's the problem. I mean, Well, that's yes, what I was going
1: to get into because there's not much that we can play – together that we can both run that's really the problem i mean stardew valley is great and lovely and it's a certain type of relaxing type of game but like do you feel like you're gaming when you play it i don't
0: no i don't um, feel like I'm gaming. i am I would but like I to be feel like earning hanging a- out when i sell pumpkins uh, like as soon as i like get something with a gold star in it and put it in that box i wish that box was blockchain powered yeah or, or I could trade it with friends. One thing I would love to see now—it's multiplayer—is the ability to like sell and visit other people's farms and things like that. That would be fire. Yeah. But um, no, I I didn't mind playing it. Um, but I kind of did that because I don't play anything else. I deleted a lot of games because I just got frustrated and annoyed right. with them and the laggy or people cheating on them or whatever. Um, and actually, it was a it was a real waste of time. But I think it's quite therapeutic, actually.
1: Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I feel like gaming time for two people who are apart is um, a lot more social than you would think. It's It's a lot more, I feel it's so sad, but it does feel like quality time. Like it feels like you're, you're trying to, whatever the type of game is that you're trying to achieve an objective together, um, mm. which is just nice. It's just nice when you don't have like, You know, when you're together, you have those real life tasks that you have to do. Like, what are we eating? Mm. And let's go to the shop. And like, (laughs) got to get money out of the ATM. And so that becomes kind of that time. But Mm. um, when you don't have that, I feel like it can just quickly become an exchange of information between two people. Like us just constantly filling each other in instead of actually like spending time and hanging out. I
0: think it's harder for you than it is me. If I'm honest, sure. I, I, That's I think
1: think
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> Ellery <even laughs> says to me uh, when I say I love you, she says I love you more, and I have no way of like replying to that. I can't be like uh, I don't know how to measure it, and I don't know how to respond to that. But in the in the same in the same way, I feel the same way about like I think comms. I don't know. I think blokes are just a little bit more less. Uh, connected to their emotional center, and therefore that's why they're such like roller coasters. I don't, I don't know. I don't sure, know.
1: I don't know. It's not that. You know. Feel,
0: it, yeah, it, there's it's just different time kinds. Though, I think. It? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And there's different kinds of communication. Like you, you know, you can say like, "Oh, well, we've been talking all day. How do you, how can, how can you mean that you miss me? How can you mean that you miss talking to me?" And it's less about the actual. Uh, like a word count or a character count and more about the, I don't know. I just don't feel like the exchange of like swapping of information to like update somebody is the same, Mm. even though it's speaking and communicating, it's not the same. It's just not the same Mm. as like, I hate the word quality time because who's who's determining what quality is? (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? I don't know. So that's why I, I enjoy gaming with you even when we were playing FPSs, because that was more um more on like a cooperative level i mean even when we played against each other but we just ended up fighting a lot
0: <laughs> yeah it can <laughs> feel very ai it can feel very ai when it's just text messages and flat images not video and not like two-way live and stuff i get i get where you're coming from with that I'm yeah for sure I also think that because I don't really see anybody on a daily basis or really hear from anybody or go anywhere because I haven't got like anywhere to travel, I haven't got anything to really travel in, um, not having people around or communicating with people, you do kind of become like a hermit, (laughs) you do become like, you do become like this, you forget to communicate almost. You know, like it's easy for us to communicate because we're in these channels and we use these things. And you know, we're both modders and we're both do moderation, so we have to be in the same spaces. Mm. But we do try, we do try our best, I think, each day to keep up with each other. I mean, like writing to each other every day is something that I always wanted to do because I, I I enjoyed having a pen pal in general. Mm. And our whole kind of like relationship started like digitally anyway, in terms of like a room right with the whole blab thing and all the video people like chatting in there. But we've main. I think we maintain that on the level where we we're in the most, I think if we were together more in our own space, like we did, we were, we were out quite a lot really when we were together, yeah. we, we built, we'd build up to it and you'd, you'd, you know, I'd go to the toilet cause I'd prepared myself for the journey ahead and you would have already bought me another pint and I had to drink it in a rush <laughs> And then nearly b- bossed my gonads trying to go for a wee on the bus on the way back. Not literally on the bus, but wanting to go for a wee on the bus because I'd not prepared for carrying that extra pint for right. twenty five minutes on a bus.
1: I'm the only I'm the only woman in the history of the universe who could get flack for buying an extra drink
0: while someone. No, no, no no, 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 like, no, no, no. It always I, goes back to that one. No, 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 no. no. You, you. <laughs> I don't know where you got it. I don't know where it went wrong, is what I'm saying. <laughs> is that I went <laughs> to the toilet. I, I I drank all the beer. I went to the toilet. I knew I had like 14 minutes or something for the bus. I think I didn't communicate about the 14 minutes. That's
1: probably it, what it was. Me having no concept of when the bus was coming, and I was on the Tuborg train. So
0: yeah, because but there was only one reason why you're on the Tuborg train is because the man behind the counter had said. The price of it was a certain price because once it sold out, it's gone. And so your end goal was to finish it <laughs> because the price was right because you're Italian.
1: Yes, but also Tuborg does something uh, strange to me.
0: Yeah, it, it gets really drunk level. really quick. And then we turn into like two.
1: And then we're dropping like, our groceries in globos. the field.
0: Yeah. yeah, the most important part to actually make the rice was the rice wine, which was in the field like three days later, which you found.
1: Which I found in the middle of a field with a flashlight two days later because we tore the van apart looking for it.
0: And I was like – literally, You were literally like, we definitely bought it back. And I was like, I definitely bought it back. And you were like, it must have come out of the bag when I when I jukes <laughs> <When> <laughs> of hazard the blue. <laughs> the blue like truck as I ran into the field looking like some kind of like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have this, there's this blue pull along that was like our companion for every trip into town because it's like, if you're going into town you're going to pay the bus, let's just, let's get everything. Let's do everything. A lot of times we would combine like swimming, grocery and laundry in in the same day. And it would just be like a day. And then by the end of it, sometimes we would hit a really awkward timing with the bus schedule. And, um, England's got this lovely thing where, like, there's just a pub everywhere. <laughs> so there's no such thing as having free time because you can just chill in a pub until your transportation shows up. And so that's kind of what ended up happening was
0: the tube. If the price is right, you tend to stay there. I mean, a lot of people kind of live in the damn things, to be honest. Yeah. They leave home in the morning, they're drinking at nine, and you know, they leave at six or whatever, go and yeah. have their tea we would always bump into somebody who would tell us about his favorite meal and how he went about it and where he got all the ingredients from
1: yeah we'd always get into a conversation with some guy telling us his, his best indian spot wherever we were wherever there was just like this guy in like our the simulation of our lives we just must have like a copy paste character that we just run yeah. into who's just like no 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 Again, you got to get time, the
0: curry it's, down here. it's like, like i don't know what okay. happens but when we but when we're together like energy wise when we're together, we seem to attract like really bizarre uh, events that we then become part of. Does like that happen to you
1: thing. on your own? Or do you think that's like a, a dual energies thing that happens when we're only together?
0: Um, Cause
1: I've always attracted like crazy type of, I've always attracted characters of people. Like, cert- I don't know why certain people feel like, yeah, yeah, I could get an audience with this one. Like, whether or not I'm projecting mm. that, or I'm interested, there just it happened. It used to happen a lot in the city because you have every type of mm. variety of mental illness <laughs> going on everywhere you went, and it was always like. But I do think, no, I think we invite situation more situational things.
0: Sure, that's that's what I'm more about. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we can take uh, one prime example would be Steamfest two the first night of the drinking where we were basically the Olympic tag team for getting beer from the beer thing. <laughs> and I think I think that, that just let everybody at ease that we didn't care yeah. about anything, really. We were just having a conversation with everybody. It was my intention of making sure I went around the whole crowd to have a chat with everybody. And luckily, you kind of clocked that early on and just followed me around eventually coming back to me with a beer. Or I come back to you with a bit, depending on where you were at.
1: Yeah, I've always Um, found that really easy. Like when we're together, where it's like, well, kind of independently, we don't like discuss any of it, but we both independently kind of suss out a situation. One of us will eventually pick a direction and, and take a lead, and then the other one just kind of knows how to fit in around or within that do you know what i mean i never felt like our energies were like opposing in any of those situations where it was like oh no. what you where you're at and what you want to do is not not where i'm at like i just felt like it was always really nice and it always really flowed and it was like psychic where it wasn't even we've
0: verbalized. never we've never we've never had uh well i think we've met i think we both set that stall out very early on i was determined to kind of like not I mean, I kind of said that from previous relationships that I had is that I didn't ever want to be a lead person. You know, I don't want to be the person who was like leading the relationship or driving the relationship mm. or anything. You know, m- maybe, maybe um, uh, wanting to remove myself from responsibility. I don't know. But it made things easier, I think, because then there's no like competing for airtime. It's just kind of like, yeah, all right. You know, what kind of mood you in? Yeah, I'm in the mood for this. Let's, let's see if we can make it happen. And we can, you know, like we always found a way for like those things to kind of either come together or we, we have, we have a really great knack of, um, uh, coming to consensus really quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think something that, that we're both really good at is finding, um, finding like the subtext, in underneath and around the actual thing that's happening. So like I've always been Mm -hmm. that way with events, conferences, anything where it was like there was always the schedule, but I always kind of found my own way to weave in throughout that. I'm just not a linear person. It starts feeling like obligation and school. And so, you know, I like to have, Mm -hmm. I think we both like to have a rough idea of what the schedule is going to be and then, but leave room to riff throughout that. And like what you what you mentioned about consensus was um mm. probably the reason we ended up with the most fire pizza one night in Portugal because it was like oh, here's what's happening but you and I have a pizza requirement and how can we f- how can we kind of go a little bit off the beaten path and like sort out what we need out of this out of this night and then participate the pizza, in the, the rest shot was,
0: <laughs> the pizza shop was about 30 steps away from the venue we were going to yeah it was amazing we like we literally got it down to the road the same road or we did we go past it that day
1: we did and i looked in the window yeah, and okay. i just like i had i just had this feeling like this is the this is the spot and i don't know why you but it just marvel, left an impression You
0: had a marvel <laughs> x men moment you, yeah, just, I really did. Did. <laughs> you had a vision <laughs> I did. moment.
1: i did. You're like i saw my past present and future in that in that window yeah. and i saw those slices i was like
0: yeah their parmesan is gonna be so fire oh God, we have it, was, so it really
1: was It
0: was real good we were sitting on the floor eating it outside oh you know,
1: and it's cheap too i don't know i've just always been that person with vacations like i never want to be i never want to do like the tours this this setup curated like just drop me in a city and i want to work it out like i'm just always
0: yeah because well because after that because after that, we went from there. This is kind of an interesting time zone thing, actually. Because after after we had that pizza, we were meeting like this subgroup of Steam It who were like determined to make the, the best of the last night, even though the event was over and it was kind of like do your own thing in, in the city. Mm. And uh, it was the beer group. I don't know what they're called, but like it was the beer meetup in like quite a swanky place. I felt it's kind of swanky yeah, it was like it gym in terms of like a gin bar. Yeah, that was it. It was a gin bar. So I went in there and because we didn't go in with everybody else at the beginning, it was that feeling of the two people who would just turn up at the party and you got the whole like, you know, 25 people like turning around at the same time, looking at you, analyzing you, (laughs) like trying to look at your name badge, trying to work out like if they knew you and all that sort of stuff. And I was literally in there for less than five minutes. Yeah. I was literally like, this is not for me. I'm not spending money. We're not spending money on a drink here. We didn't have any much money anyway, I don't think. Mm. Uh, very little money to spend after that pizza. Yeah, um, it was just like, let's get out of here. And I think that's that's been the best thing for us, really, is that we we do know how to make good use of time together.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think because we've always that. had to. Totally. You know, we I, I don't feel like.
0: No. Oh.
1: Yeah, you. I've lost you for a second. I might argue what.
0: I said you might argue I mean you might argue that uh remotely that's different, but I think that's always been the case locally, you know?
1: Yeah, no, and because I think because neither of us we were both very clear that we didn't want to be the drivers. You kind of back to what you were talking about. And so there's never the expectation. I don't think you and I ever even mind being a driver, but it what ends up being exhausting in a relationship. <gasps> oh, okay. Somebody has an opinion about that. The what ends up being exhausting is the expectation the knowing that that weight is always on you so because i think neither of us ever have an expectation and we're also open with the fact that if if the other person has an objection they're gonna say it that if i have something i feel like i have the freedom to just run with it and you do too and if somebody wants to pump the brakes they'll let the other one know Mm. and because of that that just like that just puts all of the pressure off. And I feel like we're just able to, like you said, I think the consensus thing, I don't think I've ever had that with anybody where it was like, we don't really hem and haw over things. At least let's just jump in a direction and we can course correct um, as we go. If something's not working, but like I've always been of the opinion where like, if I don't have anything to add, then I, how can I have an objection? Like, let's at least have a starting point and then mm. we can riff but i that's always something that i've been good at is kind of like riffing i think that might be an entp thing that you share as well where mm. like i'm not i'm never really concerned i know you probably think that i am cuz i'm such a predictive person but i'm never as concerned about the outcome i'm more concerned with like a direction that is just a place to start Oh you know a, a place to start from to work mm. from so i think that's how we also we also collaborate on projects that way and um it feels like a good use of time i mean i know i know sometimes we can get like a little bit nemo fish distracted
0: yeah for sure
1: i sometimes feel like that's i wouldn't have gotten to the resolution unless i had taken what might seem on the outside as that like <laughs> spaghetti type route to get there but you just don't know what your what your brain is gonna spark when it's in like a different location, a different set of circumstances, you know, something that might change over a good night's sleep. I just you can't ever account for those things. So I just try to like yeah. step through.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've had some really strange like times that have felt like they've played out before, kind of like time zone time zone, time law problems. We always talk about those time law problems of like mm. being somewhere before or knowing each other before or growing up in the same, in the same way, but in different hemispheres kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of those profound ones for me was, was traveling out on the train to Coney. Have you ever, did you ever, ever, ever travel out on the train all the way to Coney before?
1: No, I've only ever driven in with family. Mm. I'd never had taken the train into Coney Island ever in my life because coming from New Jersey, you just wouldn't take the train. Uh, I mean, Super you could, guitar. but yeah, I never, I've never done that. And that was yeah. a totally different way to see Coney Island.
0: Uh, but I also think it was like, really profound for both of us. Cause like, I think that's the only train trip I've ever been on that to the very end of somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been on a train to the, the very, very last stop because you kind of always think of the, the last stop as this like mythical place that nobody goes to because like yeah. nobody visits there. It's just like they bolted it on and just, you know, that's where the train started from once, once upon a time. Um, but I, what was so like vivid for me on that and will always remember it is just having the laptop on watching um, watching the Warriors mm-hmm. actually on the train line on the train to the train station kind of weird like that whole and that whole story as well about you know trying to get from one place to another place and all to do with like power and control and who owns um who owns the land mm. you know just all of that all of that feeds into every kind of little bit of legacy and history I've ever had A, an opinion for break dancing for graffiti for fashion for like gang not gang culture per se like you would expect today with sort of violence but like tribes um yeah, tribalism. Yeah. You know, and just transitioning through all the different tribalism from C B radio days to Cub Scouts to, you know, going to South by Southwest every year for like five, six years. There's different tribes that you kind of like navigate through it. and it when we're when we're together like it's it's almost like it's a, a unification moment. It's like it just it just works. Mm. It works really well. Yeah. But I, I that train trip was uh was pretty damn special, I have to say. Because I'd been wanting to do, yeah. wanting to go there and do the Mr. Robot thing and do the like, um, just go and see the this, you know, particular scene in that movie which was down there in Coney yeah. Island. So
1: that was a powerful but, um, day because it was such a bucket list mm. item for you and something that I yeah. have memories of since I was probably, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. So w- seeing that convergence of watching somebody enjoy a place that has been like real, really special to you your whole life was like, how did I meet this person on the internet from halfway across the world? Who's fantasized about the place that I've, I've been, you know, going and coming from my entire life. And I, and I don't say that in the sense that what that, that place isn't special to me because it's extremely special to me. So I was like, how did this like, but I feel like that's kind of what you're getting at about things working. There were, there are just so many things that, feel like like we are just kind of picked up where we left off but from when we when we met like there, there was just too much overlap too much crossover to be like mm. to kind of dismiss yeah so. it
0: was it was it was strange that's why the time zone things have never been i don't know maybe it's because i i used to go to america a lot in my early years like 17 onwards in the different time zones i i don't feel even though america is big it doesn't feel because it's so, I say it's so efficient. It's not efficient because everybody lives like spaced out, but getting around feels efficient. Compared right. to like living somewhere where you have to wait two hours for a bus. Um, so I, I have a particular fondness and I'm sure part of me is, is left in America every time I, I go there and come back from it. And, um, there's an adjustment bureau phase for the first like 24 48 hours and I kind of wish it would hurry up sometimes I kind of wish it would hurry up so I can get in phase mm. I feel like we kind of phase in and out of it like that whole like lag thing I have that incredibly bad like normally the either the first night or the next day yeah and I don't I don't mean like just um the the sleep thing is just getting in sync with the time zone because obviously your your body clock is like completely out of whack right but i kind of don't want to miss out it's like oh this is going to be nighttime this is breakfast time and your body's like fighting over that um so yeah and when you and when you layer on top of that like the digital working it I, i do feel like 24 hours I I feel like days get faster. Mm. Even though there is 24 hours in a day, I'm always trying to get as many of those hours in a day to myself, like not to myself personally, but like trying to grab at those hours. Trying to get those
1: hours to serve you or to
0: squeeze
1: the most. You know, and that was so funny because I was was modding this afternoon before we did this and someone had uh, posted a hunt about a game and their comment on the game was, it's a great way to kill time. And that phrase hit me in a way that it never has before, because I was like, I don't want to kill time. I want time to live. I don't want like, I'm never trying to kill time. I'm never trying to be like, oh my gosh, like, let me get, let me make the hours go by faster. Oh, even in downtime, like traveling, you know, on buses and trains, and we would often be blogging, or I'd be editing photos that I had taken the day, day previous, like the thought of killing time like made me so sad in my heart mm-hmm. because like I, that's a time is like a friend that I want on my side. I'm never trying to kill time. I'm never trying to like, I'm trying to squeeze every bit of value out of every second that I can. And, mm. uh, you know, there are obviously there are times for like gaming and relaxing, but I think though, even that time I'm using that to serve me in some type of way by letting my brain recharge, letting my body recharge. um, Yeah. How how many times do we,
0: I mean, how much do we discuss like when we do that? Like there's all kinds of stuff that we get into like, Oh, for sure. Outside outside of the, like, shall we go to the mines or it's 11 PM at night. We need to get back before we lose all our stuff. Like we definitely, (laughs) we definitely talk about like your meal prep or like exercise or health. I mean, Obviously, the obvious ones—the the the weather and the health things—are there every day. But that's just genuinely because I want to make sure that you're okay. You know, Mm.
1: yeah, that was sweet. But it's true. I think like there's—I was actually listening to a stand-up, a comedy special last night, and it was a female comedian, and she was talking about the reason why women have speak so many more words a day and why they're so comms focused is because back in the day women were in the tribes were responsible for communicating to each other and to other people within the community. Like, don't eat that berry. It's going to screw you up. Don't go down here because there's wolves over there. Like that, you know, there's a rock that might fall on everybody over there. That that was like within the structure of those communities, women were the ones who were um, exchanging vital information to other people to make sure everybody was like alive and safe, where men had more of the like linear roles of, providing the like direct sustenance and direct protection. So mm. um so yeah, it, it it's really funny to me why we why we always talk about weather, <laughs> even just not even just me and you, but everybody, it always is like comes down to the weather if it's like that old adage of like when people are don't have anything to say and you just end up talking about the weather. But I think that there's something that's ingrained from like a survival standpoint of like humans have to communicate what the weather conditions are to each other so we can stay alive.
0: Completely changes your day. Like you've got to know where you're at on a day. If you're, if you are a person who's living day by day, um, if, if you have got everything sorted, then you don't worry about those things. You don't care about the Uber driver because the Uber driver is just, you know, you're paying the Uber driver. So it's his problem really the weather because you're inside of his vehicle. Sure. If you have that kind of life. So some people, and this is my whole thing about nature and why I think a lot of people don't really try and optimize their footprint or their carbon footprint or even analyze it or even try and break it down or, or try and make that a talking point or get that into conversation is because they're not in nature long enough to recognize that they're doing damage to it. They're either in a car or in a train or in a plane and they're off to the next place and then they're getting in a cab and they're going to the meeting and they're sitting in a meeting looking out of a window, which could be a window anywhere. In, under air conditioning you know so everything's always like premeditated and 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 safe curated. or yeah exactly so yeah
1: yeah you're right because how can you be nice to something that you don't have a relationship with like right. you know even between two people or even your own body like there's so many things that I think has caused us to be disassociative to even how we're feeling in the day or like what our body's doing in terms of like we t- we touched on this a little bit with food last week in terms of, oh, this is what it feels when my blood sugar starts to drop and I need to start eating something. the so when mm. when we're and I'm talking to myself as one of the biggest offenders when we're kind of inside a virtual space, we become disassociative to the physical space of what our body's doing, how we're feeling. You know, and you don't feel it until you stand up and your back is like, oh, baby, <laughs> because yeah. you've been sitting for that long. Or, you know, there's just such a, uh, I think with VR, it's going to get even worse because that other world is going to become more immersive. It's going to be this this physical world is going to have to kind of yell a little bit louder to get our attention.
0: So... I kind of I w- can't wait for the next level of comms, really, because the faster all that stuff goes... The easier it's going to be, the less latency it's going to, as soon as it doesn't become frustrating to hit a button on a device, get incredibly high quality audio and video, and, you know, it's pushed almost in real time and it's done. And it, you're not like having to deal with that stuff. then you, you're kind of blurring the lines between time zones, and because you're kind of time traveling at that point. Mm. Now, when everything, everything, when everything like the internet is real time and it's not frustration anymore, it's like coming home from work. Slick, putting the TV on, pressing like a channel button and boom it's on and there's no like lag and no frame drops or anything like that once once communications between us is high fidelity when when the actual physical um connecting to each other is frustration free then I mm. think now I, people see it as a revolution now with skype and everything but it's not really I mean right. it is because you can see each other and it's is compared to
1: what it was high. but yeah, yeah. You need yeah. a, a, you really need a latency free relationship. I mean, like think about if we were together and you were like, well, this has kind of happened every morning when, if you were like, Hey, what do you want for breakfast? Eggs? Good. And then it was like 45 seconds before I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've already eaten them. Sorry. I didn't it
1: was... <laughs> like yeah, that puts I'm a happy, huge like, damper fingers. on things.
0: <laughs> no, but I also think as well, Back, back. if you have said the same thing to me when I was 17 waiting for my like uh, Letters, my pen pal letters yeah. from like Canada when I was like twelve or whatever it was. Waiting two weeks for them to come back, and somebody like describing to me that they went fishing for salmon, and I was trying to explain to them what sticklebacks were. Like there was no Wikipedia to look up. Yeah. There was no like. I had to like sit there in my bedroom looking out the window confused because going down and asking my mom or my dad about like what's a salmon when you're twelve like because you don't eat salmon because you don't have that much money. Yeah, um, you know, like. Going to America at 17 was like going on the first BFR to Mars by Elon Musk. It was like, yeah. I'm going yeah. to another planet. Like, it wasn't just a time zone thing. It was, I'm going to travel. I'm going to be a, a, an adventurer and travel to another world. Mm. And I I really, I also think when you're younger, time is super infinite. Like, I remember being 17, sitting on that, on that, on that plane and not giving a shit about how long I was on it for. You know, like, I was super entertained there was a whole bunch of stuff that I never experienced before like movies in a chair like looking at. Yeah. I could watch any movie for like three or four hours so I watched like four movies straight and then they kept on bringing me food like every few hours not not me knowing how often that was and then then I was in America and it was like right. oh wow and then and, and everything was I don't know if it was everything was huge because back then in the UK we didn't have that much like range or whatever but like every car in the car park was massive so it felt like felt like i'd upgraded my my time zone to somewhere like and and again it comes down to education as well i think doesn't it i mean you you only have to look at some of the products that are listed on on steam hunt sure um the education level of where people are at with the stuff they're buying to occupy their time right Right. like the short-term wins to get a feeling you know they may I, i've been thinking about this recently people seeing like videos on youtube that might have access to youtube at an internet cafe that's you know like they don't have to worry about their bandwidth allocation or something and they see like a video on youtube of a drone and be like wow look at that that's cool and then find out a dr- the, the actual drone would cost them like 4 or 500 pounds which would never happen in their lifetime in their current job but they'll go for the cheaper option
1: mm-hmm. like the
0: the 40 or 50 pound one thinking it's the same thing And then not realize it, but have the experience, but not get the takeaway of it and therefore write it off. So we end up with this like systemic kind of cascade effect of these people having experiences based on lower quality goods and then throwing it away and being like, well, that didn't work out the way I expected it to. And I feel like in some ways, I feel like that's like an educational time zone. Yeah. You know, because it's well, like yeah, because I think like- what you
1: have to like really dig into is figure out what about that. And I hear you ask uh, Ella about that a lot. Like, what about that video is what you're interested in? Or what about that? What is it about the product that makes you feel a certain way? Because once you can dig down into what that is, then it actually it, nine times out of 10 has nothing to do with the product. Yeah. But I think we're so trapped in like that consumeristic mindset where... It's like, oh, that's a thing I didn't know. It existed anymore, but I immediately have a need for it in my life. <laughs> I didn't know it existed ten minutes ago, but like now, now that this knowledge has created a gap, a chasm in my existence that I think will only be filled with this. Um, mm. But you only have to be disappointed about a hundred times before you finally are like, oh. <laughs> It actually had nothing to do with the thing, did it?
0: Yeah, but all those things have to go somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, maybe the Bermuda Triangle is full of plastic bottles now as well. Ooh.
1: knows?
0: full of planes and bottles.
1: But you know what? Oh, real quick, just to go back. Actually, actually,
0: if if nothing's ever come back from there – and nobody knows what's there or they can't find stuff there or planes disappear over it, why don't we just send planes full of plastic bottles over it? I mean... Because because then it's gone then. I'm, if it's some kind of like... Rift in space vortex, and time. Vortex, yeah. Yeah, but then obviously there's aliens on the other side going...
1: Yeah, they probably wouldn't these, appreciate it.
0: They're probably recycling it by now. Or they well, have it like direct sales to Sweden.
1: This <laughs> is sounding a lot like my theories about the Loch Ness Monster. But... um where there are like rifts in space and time that things can come and go through uh, that are like portals on our planet. Um, But like how human is it to have our first thought and be like, we can fill it with trash. (laughs) That's like our first, (laughs) that's our go-to when we make an incredible scientific discovery. (laughs) Can we put our trash in it? We have big gulp cans.
0: (laughs) Does it have a Starbucks? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Can I get a whipped cream drizzle? Um, yeah, yeah, but no, but I, I wanted to real quick ask you, why do you think, I don't know if you, you experience it, um, jet lag in one direction, but I only experience it coming back. So coming from, um, East to West is when I experience it coming the other direction. I don't feel like it. I don't feel it. And maybe it's just because of like the hype and excitement of like being with you and seeing you. And then on the way back, I'm just like, oh, now I'm back. Dead inside. <laughs> yeah, totally dead inside. <laughs> don't want to like. I don't know if it's just yeah. like if it's jet lag that I don't want to get out of bed, or just extreme crippling depression. Um,
0: no, I I I don't I know. It's way really, worse
1: that one direction for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's definitely worse in one direction, but I can never tell you which one it's going to be. I all I think, I think you want to get the most out of the trip, so I think on the way out it's like. You kind of keep up with the momentum and you nap when you can. But uh on the way back, it depends as well, because you were here for a long time. So I think you were well adjusted to the time zone and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you know, when I came to you, I had been in the States for nine months. So like I, I get what you're saying about the way back, like whatever your relative way yeah. there and way back is. But I I some I think it's something like to do with the rotation of the earth and or I think it's difficult to. I think it's more difficult to travel back in time than it is to travel into the future on your body. Something about that is like more disruptive. But we'll have to.
0: Well, stay- it's going it's to get well. It's going to get tougher if the jet stream starts packing up because uh, supposedly the ocean, which is called the AMOL, I think it is. It's like this. Uh, I can't remember. It's like a momentum in the. It's like a tidal. Momentum is slowing down, oh. like rapidly slowing down. And um, I don't know if that will affect other things, but maybe we'll be, maybe we need to get Elon on the case with stuff because, you know, just suddenly saying, oh, by the way, your flight today is going to be two hours longer because the jet stream slow today. Like, you don't realize the scale and effect that these systems have on our planet. Like, we literally fly up into the wake of these 100 200 mile an hour winds that carry the plane right like it's crazy when you think about like who was the first guy who convinced the rest of the company that that was a good idea right so there's this time zone but it's seven hours away but if we fly up to this mystical ever-changing thing that i'm gonna call are you listening kevin at the back (laughs) the jet stream
1: now we're listening
0: Kevin's always out at the coffee shop. He's always at the coffee shop. He's always he's always stuffing his face with a bagel. He's always the same bagel as well. Anyway, the jet stream suddenly gets you there two hours faster. Like, Can
1: we speed the jet stream up and get there? Like, I want to get everywhere as fast as possible. Traveling is a drag, and maybe if I could be more productive while I was traveling, I wouldn't feel so crappy about it, but I just feel... Like, hold on, let me stop my entire everything, and like step through this thing that is not fun at all. <laughs> I love being I physically would... being on the plane is the best part. Mm-hmm. It's just the be- beginning and
0: after is. I don't I don't mind planes so much because I feel I feel like you're moving through like something that you can just like you can deal with like wind turbulence. We've got a pretty good measure after all of these hundreds of years of like how that works. My only concern is with Elon Musk's little tube is, um, has anybody ever thought about what would happen to that thing if it's doing 300 mile an hour and there's an earthquake? I presume they've taken that into effect, right?
1: Right. I mean,
0: otherwise, or like otherwise, or just like,
1: normal plate tectonics. Like I thought we were all taught that Like it's just always moving around under there. Like, I know that's not the technical term.
0: Yeah, but, but how do you build a tube, which is always moving around, which is like magnetically, you know, you have a maglev train that's hovering at 300 mile an hour, and then you have a little earthquake. I like- I don't
1: know. I know that there are some people who have like crippling plane fear of being high up, but I feel like I'd be way more scared underground. I feel like I'm much more like even traveling through the Lincoln Tunnel, since i was a kid i had like the thought of like oh okay and this is underwater oh okay yeah so yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i had the same thing going between dover and uh france like you can't believe the amount of like how much oxygen i took into my lungs when i saw daylight again (laughs) into into france it was like oh my god we've made it you know like every every time i do that i feel like oh i've made it Like I do feel like I'm spilling spinning the roulette wheel when I do. I'm
1: not trying to live that Kill Bill life. Like I'm not. I'm really not trying to get buried alive. At least if a plane, my plane completely drops out of the sky, at least it's just over. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm so at peace with dying that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But like being buried, I just sends chills down my spine. I also. I'm also really mostly just holding out for teleportation until like, I mean, you really want them to figure it out. Cause you don't want to show up on the other side and your nose is like where your knee should be. But I feel like if cool. we could just get that done, we could just like upload ourselves somewhere else. I'd appreciate Listen,
0: that. From, from the products that I've seen on steam hunt, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. <gasps> the amount of levitation devices I've seen and people think that that is a cool product. Uh, makes me concerned we all know that it's
1: magnets right are we all yeah, clear we all about know. the fact that it's just magnet is there something about it that i'm missing that's not magnets no
0: no no no, no people just they like these levitating things i don't know what status symbol that gives me I, I think no it's idea. just
1: magnets <laughs>
0: okay we'll finish on that <laughs> the nomad time triangle we think it's just magnets
1: it's just magnets
0: all right, guys, we've spent 53 minutes ranting at each other. Dale's managed successfully to hack a bit more quality time out of me. Oh,
1: uh, oh, is that what this podcast is? <laughs> Dale needs a format to hang out with Phil, so yeah. we make a podcast. There you go. There's Do-do-do. the
0: titles, Baba. Wow. That. We'll record that next week. Mm-hmm. No, not really. <laughs> it's just my, my by the end of this, my energy levels are completely kaput.
1: So I need to be waking up earlier is what, we, is that, is what you're saying. So maybe – 3 a.m. or what?
0: Nobody likes 3 a.m.
1: N- I certainly don't. I have enough
0: trouble with what, 5 a.m. in the morning, you mean? To record the podcast in the morning, you mean? No,
1: I'm just saying, I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out.
0: Everything changes. Yeah, we need to. Actually, that is one thing that we need to talk about after this podcast is what time works for both of us better to record a podcast across time zones. Right. If anybody else wants to feedback or add a comment or say when they do, transatlantic podcast what the time they do that'll be great
1: do you feel like this is too late like you feel like you're just tapering off right now
0: at the minute no, I've, it depends on the weather like I'm. I'm, I'm it's hot yeah I was, I was three i was three when we had a heat wave last in the uk yeah. in 1976 yeah i've i've never seen anything like it's second of august and it's and it's still boiling i'm gonna be for the next three weeks it was like 76 77 when i and it's not like a I'm sitting outside. I think it would be different if I was sitting outside with some PIMS. Oh. Um, Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll finish up there.
1: See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.